entertainment and exclusive savings at our new Billings Albertsons at 5317 Grand Avenue. Open from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Hey, if you guys missed it, earlier this week, Montana Senator Steve Gaines was on Sean Hannity's national radio show, of course, right here on the same stations that carry Montana Talks. If you missed it, uh, you can see some of the highlights. I did a write-up for our Montana Talks website, uh, plus a full interview with Senator Steve Gaines on Fox News as well. Some actual very insightful information uh, that uh, we got out of Senator Gaines with both of those interviews. That and more, go to MontanaTalks.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Ah, now this was interesting. I was glancing some additional headlines there. I thought I wrapped up all my show prep, but the uh, show prep is ongoing. The show prep never stops. Uh, always uh, trying to keep a track, uh, keep an eye on what's going on. But anyway, there was a Washington Examiner story story now where apparently Pete Buttigieg is facing some questions about whether or not he is becoming a liability to the Biden administration. Uh, that's uh, that's one of the questions. Is he becoming a liability to the Biden administration? See, he was he was brought in because he checks the woke checkbox because he's because he's gay. And so it's all about what he does in his bedroom is the only reason he got the job, not about what he actually uh, can do, not about any merit whatsoever any accomplishments purely because he checks a woke checkbox uh, another guy who is uh, who checked a woke checkbox but uh, has uh, also become a liability uh, to this country because of the security clearance he held but also has uh, now uh, a liability to the Biden administration Sam Brinton the non-binary former Biden nuclear official released without bail in luggage theft case. This is another Washington Examiner story. Uh, yeah, he was released without bail. Uh, sure must be nice to get that white liberal privilege, uh, isn't it? Uh, you're a white liberal? Yeah, you get released without bail. Uh, you know, uh, stealing ladies' underwear, stealing ladies' luggage. Uh, you know, uh, you're a white liberal dude who identifies as a white liberal whatever. Uh, you you get out without uh, you could just get released from jail uh, Brinton is the former deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition at the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy now the judge referred to the ex ex-official as mix Brinton uh, I'm assuming that's how you, so instead of instead of calling him mr. Brinton and and apparently he he doesn't even identify as a woman either. So so the judge uh, didn't even play the I'm going to call you Ms. Brenton. Uh, the, the judge is calling this guy Mix MX Brenton. Uh, because these guys think they're like Malcolm X here. They think they're, you know, they think they're like, what a joke. And I guess facts don't matter in courtrooms anymore. Even when you're dealing with thieves, even when you're dealing with uh, narcissistic thieves that, like this Sam Britton character who should have never gotten a security clearance in the first place. This guy is absolutely nuts. He looks like a complete psychopath. Uh, but yet here you have a judge using this this fake made up pronoun 
uh, Mix Brinton. I, I'm sorry, Judge. It's not your job to worry about the feelings of the criminals in your courtroom. It's it's your job to to carry out the law. And, and this this is such a joke here. Uh, but anyway, yes, yeah, Sam Britton is, is back out. Uh, it says here he could face up to five years in prison and a $10,000 fine, but you know as well as I do, even if he got the five years in prison, he'd be out in a quarter of the time, but he's not going to get the five years in prison. Uh, this is going to be another white liberal privilege story that's going to get swept under the rug of eventually. Um, now, now contrast that with how many news stories did the mainstream media do about Matt Gates, the Florida Congressman Matt Gates? How many, how many stories did we see and we hear about these allegations that that Matt Gates was under federal investigation for for something for sex involving? Uh, Whatever happened with that? Oh, now we know what happened with it. The, the story that you're not going to hear much about over the next 24 hours is that he's not being charged with anything. Because as you likely realized from day one, it was another hoax. And the guy inside the Federal Justice Department, who was the one who was, who was leaking these false claims about Florida Congressman Matt Gates. The guy who who was who was uh, who was uh, who was ginning up that hoax, he has actually uh, now uh, is basically facing charges himself for some of his fraudulent activities. But yet, you look at how how the the gullible or more likely culpable media ran with this story, ran with this attack, all because they they simply wanted a a phony excuse to attack a very outspoken Republican member of Congress. They wanted to silence him. They wanted to shut him up. They wanted to, again, this is this is a media and an administration that is, is more concerned with winning Twitter wars. They're more concerned with winning the Twitter war of the day than they are with protecting this country and winning real wars. That's what's going on here. What was another uh, kind of uh, random thought that came uh, came to mind this morning? Oh, this maybe this will come up in our woke update of the week here. Uh, I saw I saw there's this story. There's a uh, you know because we've talked about what a train wreck transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg is, and then there's all these problems in civilian uh, in in the um, aviation right now as well under Buttigieg's watch. Apparently, there was a top FAA official who was testifying before Congress yesterday, and uh, and he um, he wants to do away with uh, certain terms. This this is another part of the Biden's uh, administration's woke agenda. They want to do away with uh, what were a couple of the terms. One of the terms they want to do away with is cockpit. They no longer want to use the term cockpit in the aviation industry. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, so they're trying to do away with any gender-specific uh, terminology. This is the Biden FAA. Don't worry about planes that are nearly colliding with each other. No, we're gonna we're gonna do away with terminology in the name of wokeness. They want to do away with cockpit, which has nothing to do with gender. Professionals, 406-201-6263, QC Kinetics, that's 406-201-6263. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. 
Well, one of our region's largest agricultural trade shows kicks off today in Billings, Montana. It's the Mate Show and Home and Health Expo running through this Saturday at Metro Park. And Mate Show manager Tracy Martwinski says there's a lot of excitement about this year's Mate. Well, I think a lot of the excitement comes. Things are returning a little bit more to normal. And there is more equipment available. People are getting new lines in. And they are very excited. They have these lines on the floor ready to show people. And so they need to have people come down here and, you know, kick some tires and see what that new item is. And she explains why the Mate Show is still so popular with farmers and ranchers. It is easy for anybody to go on their phone and use that high technology. But the one thing they can't do is they can't get in it. They can't feel it. They can't see exactly how big it is or how that machine works. When they come down to the Mate Show... They can talk with the dealers that are here in person. They can get instructional help right on site. And with that, it just makes the buying process so much easier. And it answers any unknown questions that might be out there. Again, it's the Mate Show and Home and Health Expo running today through Saturday in Billings, Montana. Get more details online by visiting themateshow.com. Stay with us. We'll have more egg news right after this. Rancher Greg Putnam on why he breeds Mishima Reserve Wagyu bulls to his first calf Angus heifers. That Wagyu program for us really complements our Angus program. It allows us to kind of take that really quality Angus foundation that we've built and almost diversify it a little bit and just kind of open up a whole other area that we can market those calves. But also, from a performance perspective, it really does great. Receive premiums above market price for your crossbred calves. Attend the spring seminar February 22nd, 9 a.m. at Midland Bull Test, Columbus, Montana. Visit MishimaReserve.com for more. Take a trip to the grocery store, and you'll pay record high prices for food, while multinational corporations rake in massive profits. Meanwhile, the farmer's share of the food dollar is only 15 cents. Farmers Union is fighting for laws in the Farm Bill, like a competition title that promote fair markets. A healthy and vibrant food system is possible, but we can't get there without fairness for farmers. Visit fairnessforfarmers.org, paid for by National Farmers Union. Well, during its annual meeting this week in New Orleans, the National Association of Conservation Districts signed a new Memorandum of Understanding with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. They say the MOU memorializes the partnership between the organizations and builds on a successful history of collaboration. Of course, conservation districts, including those right here in Western Egg Network Country, were the first partners when its Partners for Fish and Wildlife program was established in the early 1990s. Now, the MOU, they say, will expand the relationship between the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, NACD, conservation districts, and their state or territory associations to help deliver conservation to the nation's farmers, ranchers, as well as forest landowners. And finally this morning, it looks like USDA's APHIS has purchased diagnostic tests for African swine fever along with foot and mouth disease. They say the purchases were made possible through funding in the 2018 Farm Bill establishing the National Animal Vaccine and Veterinary Countermeasures Bank. APHIS is also working closely, it says, with the manufacturer to conduct shelf life studies to help determine the optimal shelf life for long-term storage. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks. 
with Aaron Flint. All right, I finally got a chance to clear through my stack of stuff here. Okay, uh, it's only 627 in the morning. I think the kids are still asleep, so uh, so I'm just going to use the word here just to show you what a mockery this uh, this Biden administration is right now. Uh, DailyCaller.com has this headline. This has to be a joke. J.D. Vance, he's the Ohio Republican senator, uh, J.D. Vance, who, who's been raising very good questions about this uh, train derailment story, by the way, and uh, 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 standing up for the citizens in East Palestine, Ohio. But anyway, uh, J.D. Vance confronts Biden official over the FAA's inclusive language guidance here. The FAA's 2023 budget includes a focus on racial equity, while an advisory group for the agency proposed back in 2021 that the agency replace words like airman and cockpit with gender-neutral terms like aviator and flight deck. Okay, now maybe you guys can help me out here, but uh, why do they think that the term cockpit is a... <laughs> It's a gender-specific term. And, and by the way, when it comes to the term airman, uh, as, as we know uh, from the U.S. Air Force, the term airman has always been a gender-neutral term. You know, uh, human, short for – anyway, uh, I guess human. I guess human is, is – because human says man in there. It's not gender-neutral anymore. So uh, you're not a human, according to their woke ideology here. But anyway, what, okay, so – so, airmen, it's absurd that they're trying to replace this gender-neutral term with a more gender-neutrally term. But cockpit, well, what made these idiots think that the word cockpit is, not a, is, is somehow a gender-referring uh, term here? I mean, do they think, like, cockpit refers to, like, a, well, you know, you know when, you're, when you're walking into your airplane and before you make the right-hand turn to get to your seat, well, there's the cockpit, uh, also known as the pit of penises. That's what these morons in the Biden administration think. They're, 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 they think that, that cockpit refers to, uh, you know, not the, the old cockfights of old, uh, which is poultry, by the way, for some of you woke liberals that are listening here. Uh, just go ask your PETA buddies about it here. They think the term cockpit is like a pit of penises or something. You know, well, this is your captain speaking here from the uh, pit of penises here. Before we move on with today's flight, uh, I want to instruct you on our flight. This this just shows how, what a bunch of idiots these guys are and and how unserious they are. They are focused on this garbage. They are focused on things like equity in the FAA's 2023 budget. You've got you've got massive problem. We've we had what? The whole compute the whole country had flights grounded and not because of a China spy balloon. That was just a temporary grounding. Pete Buttigieg is joking about spy balloons but doing nothing about them. It's the, this whole administration is just an absolute joke. And, and no wonder China is sitting back laughing at it all as they watch overhead. Literally, overhead. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. A vigil's held at Michigan State University for three students killed and five wounded in Monday night's mass shooting. With a shared commitment to help each other. And a promise to remember those we have lost 
We will learn to find joy once again. It's MSU basketball coach Tom Izzo. A 79-year-old woman's reported killed seven people hurt in Russian missile strikes in Pavlorad, Ukraine. 36 missiles in two hours rained down on cities from east to west. Ukraine says it shot down 16 of them, a less successful defense than it claimed to have put up in previous attacks. The head of Ukraine's presidential office warned Russia appears to have changed its tactics in order to get round air defenses. Fox's Jonathan Savage. The Senate has joined the House formally unanimously condemning the Chinese government sending a spy balloon over the United States. China's foreign ministry calls the resolutions purely political manipulation and malicious hype. America's listening to Fox News. All right. Uh, you know, hey, we just gave you a woke update of the week. And uh, yes, Tim and Savage, I did check. It is Thursday. Uh, so I'm, I'm tracking that it's uh, that it actually is Thursday today. So David Noble will be with us in the seven o'clock hour. He's got it looks like a handful of woke updates that we can talk about uh, later on in the seven o'clock hour. I was getting a little nervous there. I was like, oh, man, I hope I didn't steal his thunder with the woke update of the week talking about the FAA and their inclusive language guidance. But I did not. There is a and even if I did, it'd, it'd still be great to get his thoughts and get his analysis on it. But he's got several other great woke updates of the week for us. Uh, speaking of Tim and Savage, uh, Tim, I was wondering, did, did you see was there any news coverage yet? Any uh, any anything in uh, local Sydney area media uh, after Governor Greg Gianforte's meeting last night? I know we're going to get a chance to catch up with the governor here later this morning, but uh, wondering if if you saw any readouts uh, last night. Governor Greg Gianforte uh, met with locals, community leaders, and others, farmers in the area in Sydney, regarding the uh, the announced closure by American Crystal that were that they were going to be shutting down. The uh, Sydney Sugar Beet Factory, the Sydney Sugars uh, Beet Factory, uh, coming up in April, and so the governor uh, had a, a community a roundtable discussion last night, uh, which I, I know, I imagine you, I know, I, I definitely want to hear, the, you know, the governor's take after that, especially because he's he's a business guy, he knows business, so. If anybody can help figure out what we got to do to help our friends in Sydney, it's going to be uh, somebody with with a background like Governor Greg Gianforte. So he's going to join us later this morning in the eight o'clock hour. But uh, Tim, wondering if you're seeing any local news coverage that uh, that talked about uh, anything that might have come from the meeting last night, or what locals had to say in terms of hey, what can we do to get this uh, to get this uh, beat factory back up and running, if anything. Or what else could be done with that facility? Or what's going to be done to take care of the workers uh, that are being kicked to the curb there? Uh, one of our listeners yesterday, uh, they said, hey, let's, we'd like to see a similar meeting with RY Timber in Livingston and, and the workers there. And I wouldn't be surprised if something like that uh, ends up happening as well. Because, uh, yeah, I concur. We've got to, we've got to take a similar approach uh, to see what what we can do to help our friends uh, from RY Timber as well. You know, they just got hit with a second fire, and then they announced that they won't be reopening the uh, the mill in in Livingston. Now, as a result, uh, let's see. I did see there's a Bozeman Daily Chronicle story here. Livingston and the lumber industry brace for impacts of RY Timber closure. Uh, RY Timber was the third largest employer in Livingston. And it manufactured some 16% of Montana's lumber supply. That's one of the numbers that stood out here in particular. Uh, let's see. Uh, during a House appropriations hearing in the Montana legislature on Monday, Julie Altimus, uh, she represents the timber industry, she pointed out that Montana has lost 31 sawmills over the last 30 years. Uh, so just a part of a 
ongoing and, and disturbing trend here. All right, quick break. Phone lines are open for you and much more after this. From the latest on the China spy balloon coverage to the drag queens that showed up at the Montana legislature, Montana Talks is the show where we cover a lot of ground, even more than a China spy balloon some days. It's also the show where you get a chance to call in. You get a chance to be heard all across Montana and hear what others have to say. Montana Talks, we take you statewide every Monday through Friday right here from 9 to 10 a.m. Make sure you add our studio number to your speed dial, 294-0970. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, phone lines are open for you. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. Jack Reed, uh, he's a senator from Rhode Island. Now, do I remember right? I, I might. Be, I'm thinking out loud here. Some of you might know this. Well, he actually did. He serve in the military. I think he did, and I think he actually, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, did things like went to Ranger School. If, am, am I thinking of the right guy? I know it's not that other guy from Connecticut. He's the guy who lied about being uh, being a Vietnam veteran. But I feel like this uh, Jack Reed. I think he was a. Uh, I think he was an army veteran, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I could I could be wrong here. Let me look up his uh, let me look up his bio here real fast. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 anyway, oh yeah, okay. So he went to the U.S. Military Academy. He was appointed by uh, recommended by nominated by a U.S. Senator to go there. Went to West Point. Uh, active duty commission in the U.S. Army. Okay, all right, okay. So uh, uh, what else did he do? Okay, yeah, served in the 82nd Airborne. Uh, let's see. Uh, so anyway, uh, the, the point being here that I, the reason I was looking up Jack Reed's name there real fast is because I had the question. I was like, who is the chairman of the United States Senate uh, Armed Services Committee? Who is it? Remember, it used to be John Warner was was the uh, the the fancy actor looking guy from Virginia. He was the longtime Republican uh, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee for a long time, uh, and then they put another Warner. Anyway, um, so I was wondering who is the chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, and then oh, Jack Reed apparently is the uh, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, and so I said, uh huh, okay. Well, how come he isn't the one? Who's being tapped to lead uh, a Senate probe on the failures to spot these Chinese spy balloons? Why isn't he uh, being put front and center? He's the chairman of the stinking committee, after all. He's actually got a military background. Oh, well, he's not one of the most vulnerable Democrat senators up for reelection next year. So, see, Chuck Schumer has to put somebody else into the spotlight, has to prop somebody else up, has to make somebody else look tough. I mean, why have a guy ask questions of the military that might actually have a little bit of a background in the military, like a guy uh, named Jack Reed, who I think, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's got a place up on the flathead as well. Anyway, that's sidebar conversations here. Let me get back to the point. There's a, uh, a story at thehill.com this morning here. 
tester to lead Senate probe on failures to spot Chinese spy balloons earlier. Yeah, that's exactly what we need is the guy who has been covering for the Biden administration, the guy who has been providing cover fire for the communist Chinese. That's who we need to try to hold both accountable here. Give me a break. This is so phony. It is so transparently campaign propaganda that they are doing here. Uh, blatantly obvious. Uh, you know, anyway, so yeah, so it's, it's very obvious to me exactly what they're doing here. First off, A, I think Democrats are still trying to convince John Tester to run for re-election next year because they desperately need him. So they're going to be throwing as much stuff his way as possible to to help him and to appease him. That's why he got his eco-terrorist buddy, Tracy Stone Manning, to head up the Bureau of Land Management because she was one of his buddies. She helped him raise money for his campaign. She was one of his top staffers. And even though it came out that she lied to federal law enforcement when they were investigating this Earth First eco-terrorism case out of Missoula, they still pushed her forward to be the head of the Bureau of Land Management, to be the head of the federal BLM, uh, when she didn't even have the qualify, qualifications to run the BLM Black Lives Matter uh, shakedown effort. And so, so yeah, this, this story in The Hill makes it very obvious that, that Chuck Schumer now is trying to prop up John Tester. They want to make him look tough. They want to make him... Like, for example, another thing that, that Tester did recently, and, and you might say, oh, well, we should pat him on the back for this one. This is phony. He's just doing this for an election year. He Now, all of a sudden, he's coming out against Chinese land purchases in Montana. Okay, I didn't hear him speak up last summer when Congressman Rosendale was speaking up about it. When we were talking about it, the liberal mob media ignored the story. John Tester didn't say a peep about it. Uh, his buddies uh, in the Democrat Party rolled their eyes at it and said, oh, that's not a story. That's not a story. That's not a story. Oh, but now, see, they want to make John Tester look tough because the spy balloon was hovering literally right over our heads. And you remember in the early days of China's spy balloon over Montana, where was John Tester? What was John Tester saying? He wasn't saying a damn thing of significance about it. Oh, but now he's going to lead the Senate probe because he's so tough. Give me a break. This is so phony. In fact, even the Democrat, the, the Democrats here in Montana even know how phony it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dirk Adams, uh, he uh, uh, is out of the Bozeman area. He, what did he run for? Did he run as a Democrat for governor or for Congress? Well, several years ago, he ran ran for something. So uh, anyway, uh, there's a story from the DailyBeast.com. Here's the headline. The only Democrat who can win in Montana might not run. This is a Daily Beast. The Daily Beast is a, a, a liberal, you know, openly liberal uh, news website, right? Some of the others pretend to be to be uh, you know middle of the road news websites, but they're really liberal websites. They're they're covert liberal news. These guys are overt liberal news. The only Democrat who can win in Montana might not run is the story from the Daily Beast, and uh, and Dirk Adams, uh, who is a you know Democrat here in Montana who's run for statewide office. He says this. He says Senator Tester is running 
Otherwise, he would not be getting hysterical about a balloon in eastern Montana. See, the Democrats don't think this spy balloon's that big of a deal. They don't think the China threat's that big of a deal. They don't think the Chinese buying land in Montana is that big of a deal. Uh, they, you know, they don't think what China did with the woohoo flu was that big of a deal. Because in their eyes, hey, it helped them get rid of Donald Trump. It upended the American economy so they could usher in their great reset. So the Democrats are like, who cares about a China spy balloon over Montana? So anyway, he says, yeah, John Tester wouldn't be getting hysterical about this spy balloon if he wasn't running for office. And so so I, I shared that uh, via Twitter here uh, just one hour ago, uh, just uh, just laughing about the fact that even the Democrats can tell they can see right through it. They know. Look, they know John Tester better than you and I do because they're buddies with him. They know he's a big phony. They know he's a gigantic phony. Even the Democrats can tell Tester is now pretending to be tough on China because it's an election year next year. By, by the way, speaking of John Tester, I said this the other day. Uh, I forget what time of the show, but luckily all four hours is on the on the podcast now. So if you really want to go back and fact check me on this one, I said this the other day on the show. I said, I said, you know, the national debt was was six trillion dollars when John Tester first ran for office in 2006 and tried to use the national debt as a campaign. He did use the national debt as a campaign issue. And see, and the national debt was $6 trillion when John Tester campaigned on the issue in 2006. So what did I say the other day? I said, I said, I said, let's go with the assumption that John Tester is going to be out of office after the 20, uh, 24 elections next year. I said I wouldn't be surprised if the national debt will be six times that amount before he is out of office. Six trillion dollars. So six times six, again, help me out here. I know some of you went to engineering at, at MSU or, or Montana Tech, so you're better at math than I am here. But six times six is 36, right? I can remember that because it rhymes. So six times. So basically, national debt's $32 trillion now. But would you be surprised if we added four trillion dollars more in the next in the next couple of years? The New York Times, uh, this came out uh, yesterday as like a breaking news alert. I think uh, at noon yesterday, the United States is on track to add nearly nineteen trillion dollars to its national debt over the next decade. That's according to the Congressional Budget Office. Nineteen trillion dollars in only ten years absolutely astounding. Imagine how much worse if John Tester remains in office, uh, right? How much worse will the, will the debt be if Democrats maintain the White House and, and the Senate after the 2024 elections? Uh, or maybe that's already baked into the algorithm there by the Congressional Budget Office, and that's why they assume that there's going to be $10 trillion, uh, plus added in just the next decade alone. Uh, all right, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. If you got something you want to talk about, and then coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, David Noble with our Woke Update of the Week and much more. Uh, speaking of China's spy balloon, here's what uh, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy had to say following these uh, classified briefings on the Hill. What we have patched together from these briefings we've been getting, it's like pulling teeth, is that for at least five years... 
China has been sending sophisticated spy balloons that can stop and start and take detailed photographs over our military installations. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We're not being told the truth. That's that, that I can tell you. Because they don't even know. Why would we fire at objects that we haven't even identified what they are, but take them out of the, or have our Air Force take them out of the sky? By the way, in, in a couple of cases, overpopulated areas, which they said they never would do, which was the excuse for allowing the first spy balloon to make its way all the way across the entire country. You know, so we've got Joe Biden's disastrous first decision not to shoot down the first Chinese spy balloon. Now they're saying that they, they saw it beforehand. Well, if you saw it beforehand, why didn't you take it down beforehand? It's now metastasized into a, a national security disaster as well as a political nightmare, and nobody's answering any questions at all whatsoever. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 863 5858. That's 1 800 863 5858. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 863 5858. That's 1 800 863 5858. At 1 p.m. on Sunday. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana-owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, or you can send us a message on our Montana Talks app. In fact, you got a, a few messages that uh, came in here this morning. Jim and Malta. Hey, you should check out the Phillips County newspaper for the tester interview. Uh, sounds like they just copied and pasted his talking points. Uh, Jim, if you got a link, send it my way, or I guess we can uh, we can do a recon there as well uh, to see uh, what what tester what talking points tester was spewing uh, during his. Uh, please make me look moderate. Please make me look conservative because next year is an election year tour of the High Line. I did think this was interesting. I saw another headline uh, further down the road in Glasgow. Gaines, Rosendale, and Zinke push for local engagement in American Prairie Reserve grazing proposal where basically they're they're trying to get the local voice uh, at at the table when it comes to this this handout from the Biden administration to the American Prairie Reserve, which is trying to kick the ranchers off the, the land so they can have their little playground for the elites. Uh, notice that John Tester's name was not a part of that, right? So, so you know, John Tester, he, he wants to use China spy balloon to look tough. He wants to use China spy balloon to endear himself uh, to folks in eastern Montana. But on the issues that really matter, like, 
you know, not being kicked off of your ranch by the foreign uh, elites running the American Prairie Reserve. No, he's silent on that one. He's just going to bluster over the balloon instead uh, to try to appease some folks to make it look like like he's tough. Uh, Hey, some of you are tough. I know this. And and rather than doing something about the pain, you're just going to deal with the pain. You're just going to suck it up and keep on living every day. Even though you've got that pain in your back, you've got the pain in your knees, you've got those achy joints. Well, let me tell you, uh, if you're if you're tough enough to suck it up and deal with the pain, well, why don't you be tough enough to do something about it? Uh, you know, now you've you're, some of you too. You're like now you're retired, you finally got the time to do things, but you don't do things because. You're in pain. Well, let me tell you about an option that's now available for you here in Montana. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in what's referred to as regenerative medicine. This is where they basically use the healing agents from within your own body to heal your own body. Uh, so basically, you, you can deal with the, you can get over the pain without surgery, without pain meds, and no downtime as well. Uh, professional athletes have been using them for years. They've got over a hundred clinics across America, but they're now here in Montana. Call QC Kinetics now. Get a free consultation with local medical professionals. 406-201-6263. That's 406-201-6263. Uh, the the whole. Uh, uh, the train derailment in Ohio, Jesse Waters made a good point last night, and I was thinking the same thing when I heard that there were people who, you know, were being told, oh, yeah, just go back to your homes, just go back to your homes. Uh, really, after this massive uh, chemical explosion, you want us to just go back into our homes? And we've got all these hotel rooms for illegal aliens, but what about the people of Ohio? I would rather help out someone who breaks into the country illegally than the people of East Palestine. Remember Democrats moved heaven and earth for a Venezuelan migrant? They'll buy him a culturally appropriate piece of food, put him up in a posh hotel here in Times Square, give him phones, Xboxes, plane tickets, even lawyers. Democrat mayors will even sleep overnight in a sleeping bag in Brooklyn just to make some illegal feel more comfortable. See, it's not so bad. Even I'm doing it. But when our own citizens get toxic chemicals spilled all over their town, They light the chemicals on fire and make them sign lawsuit waivers and then no-show at the town hall. That way in 10 years when they get cancer, they can't sue them. We've spent billions helping illegals, but we're going to stiff red-blooded Americans in Ohio and then claim we care about the forgotten men and women of this country? Pretend to care about the working man? Pretend to care about the environment? Yeah, great point all around there by Jesse Waters, Fox News primetime last night. All right, quick break. Fox News update. David Noble in the house for the 7 o'clock hour.